got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You said that Lil Nas X is a puppet of white supremacy, not even a puppet of LGBT advocacy. Because I don't think, I don't think. I'm going to tell you a secret. This is a little bit of inside baseball. The LGBT advocacy in and of itself was a puppet of white liberal supremacy and totalitarianism. Now, now, brown cow. Now, now, brown cow. (laughs) Unique New York. Unique New York. (laughs) That's definitely going to peak. He had the best oratory takes. Ron Burgundy. That's funny. No ceilings. G Lope. Glasses up in here. My boy, co host, partner, who I can't get to come on Instagram live enough. Peter, what you drinking? Oh, man. This is. This is some street corner shit right here. I'll tell you that much. Uh, This is the Mississippi Mud Black and Tan. It's. um, I dig it, but you know it's not anything to brag about. What is it? It's a black and tan. It's a what is black and tan? It's beer. It's like Pilsner. Oh, Porter and Pilsner, exactly right there. Porter and Pilsner. Is it spirit? No, it's beer. Oh, it's beer. Okay, it's a beer. Yeah, that looked like a like like a real type of malt liquor. It's supposed to kind of have that country kind of moonshine type of presentation and stuff like that. It's uh. It's got a cartoon alligator on the label. So what else do you want? <laughs> oh, now Rachel I'm is it back. Now. Hey guys, Rachel Sunshine. Thanks for showing me all the love. Feel me? So she back, and of course, King the engineer is back. King. We got him for another week. This is Yay. crazy. Listen, we got to pack in. No, about you guys got me forever. Fourteen episodes in the next Shut week. Stop here. Cause ain't no telling when he gonna be gone. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, man. So this is what happened. 
this whole week was crazy. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I didn't know about it. So, because so I, I was expressing it to you before, but so somebody asked me about him. They was like, "Yo, you know, do you think Lil Nas X is is like bad for kids?" And I didn't really answer the question. I was like, I, "Like, how do you even answer what's bad for kids? I don't have no kids. I, said, I, said, I don't have any fucking yeah, kids. How else should I know? Shit, life is bad for them little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Everything coming out. True. Um, so he asked me, did I think he was like a part of the agenda for the LGBTQ? And so I didn't retweet him. I just tweeted out. I said, I don't think Lil Nas X, I said Lil Nas X isn't a puppet for the LGBTQ. Lil Nas X is a puppet for white supremacy. And then I started to elaborate on Twitter, like, yeah, his art is just corny as fuck. It's all of these pop ideas rehatched in blackface gay blackface so people you know was reading it some people agreed and then they got a hold to it and then Lil Nas X saw it so he retweeted it he retweeted it with a concept that he calls ratio which is saying his power on the internet is more power so he gonna get more retweets and likes on what he says that's kind of roughly what the concept is on the internet for sure mm. so he he said that, and he, he used it a part of his marketing. He used the, my tweet as a part of his marketing. This is day seven or something, and now I'm a puppet for white supremacy. And as his fans saw it, they started filling up my mentions with a bunch of, oh, uh, you're a homophobe, you're a homophobe. Yo, it's, it's crazy to me that straight men feel me still hating on a young black man getting money. And I'm just letting them go off, and they just go crazier, 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 crazier. Meanwhile, the original tweet is picking up steam. Mm. So a dude was cussing. I said, man, you can ask me what I mean versus just mislabeling me. Like, I could just mislabel anybody. I could just call you racist because you white. Yeah. He's true. like, well, I haven't did anything racist. I said, well, I haven't did anything homophobic. Well, why are you going after Lil Nas X? You know, you, Boosie, T.I. And I thought to myself, like, so we're just black and rap, so we're the same person, like, all kind of bunching bunch you Bunch of together. old ass, black ass, hating <laughs> ass, hating yeah. on the young black <laughs> man. Ass, you know, conservative, liberal, Democrat, <laughs> old school to go to the church ass, you know, all that kind of shit. So, and I, I see what was going on with the baby, even though he didn't have nothing to do with it specifically. I saw what was going on with Boosie, and I saw what was going on with T.I., but I really didn't give it credence because their stance is not necessarily my stance. Yeah, correct. Um, as far as Lil Nas X, like I tweeted him, I tweeted him back when I seen him retweeted. I said, hey, I said, you corny, little bro, and I pray you grow out of it. <laughs> That's a good prayer. I wish somebody would pray and, that and He just felt so, like I could tell it bothered him. And the reality is this. Lil Nas X is a talented, gifted young man. He's tough. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he mm -hmm. Old Town Road is a fantastic song. The other songs aren't as good, but it's tough to still make a song as good as that, but they are pretty decently composed records. The ideas are executed well. The visuals are written in these very good stories, and he uses his brand well. But again, when I'm talking about him being a puppet of white supremacy, a puppet is an entertainment piece. Got it. And so I was comparing him to Burt Williams, right, who is, Burt Williams is one of the biggest blackface actors, and he's a brother. And he was a super dope actor, super successful, feel me? But he could never get a ton of opportunities in other films. Right. And it was people I would imagine at that time 
that felt like Burt Williams, right, was a good actor and, and other people defending him like, well, he's a great actor. And I don't think they figured it out just like the people coming to me that didn't figure it out. And um, Charlemagne told me some real shit. We popped it up. We, mm-hmm. we was popping it after that, just chopping it up about it. And he said, gee, you just didn't read the room. And he said, everybody was going to compare you to everybody else, what they were saying. And I said, man, that's a great point. But I was like, this is still Crip. I don't care. Right. And that's what matters. What was Lil Nas X Crip ratio? <laughs> well, the, the irony is, the irony is, he didn't realize most great black men, feel me, mm. don't get a ton of support. Right. That's true. And it goes the same, I think, for black women. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this ain't good. It's not, it's <laughs> it's not our turn to talk it's yet. You should turn to talk all the time, but just not. <laughs> you know, black folks in general, but, you know, specifically the black man means the black woman. I mean, I, I guess y'all want some It should be that way. But that's what it really means. It don't mean just, you know, black, black. Okay. So so you're not subscribed or you're not completely subscribing to the uh, Prime Minister of Canada's humankind reference because mankind is too gender specific based <laughs> off of humankind so people kind i'm sorry people kind i apologize human right I, I don't know i'll get into all that silly shit that these white folks got going on even my fuck yeah. crap no, like, Pete, you like, need to talk like, to in me. honest like you said <laughs> that little nas x is a puppet of white supremacy not even a puppet of lgbt advocacy because i don't think i don't think i'm gonna tell you a secret this Go is ahead. a little bit of inside baseball <laughs> The LGBT advocacy in and of itself was a puppet of white liberal supremacy and totalitarianism, and that's a fact. And I have some serious questions, like, like just Joe gay guy, or like the most, or just random individual trans person who works at, the, at Macy's at the cash register, or whatever the hell else. Does that common person in society? who could get through their day without probably being bothered. Maybe they can, or maybe their traject- maybe their trajectory is so that they can in the future, sometime in the near future. When political adv- advocacy groups thrust you into the quote-unquote demilitarized zone between North and South Korea, so to speak, in the political <laughs> spectrum, does that make your life easier or harder? That's one of the real questions I want to know. Like, do, do you as a gay person, as a lesbian, as a, as, as a transgender person, as, as, as a bisexual or whatever, whatever it is that you want to be under that umbrella, Whoop. is your life made easier by the fact that there are a lot of political adversary machines with a lot of money behind them thrusting you into a very adversarial position just for you to go through your daily life? That's a question that I have about that entire thing because I don't trust the motives of it when the motives of it have obvious political benefits and obvious monetary benefits tied to them. That's actually brilliant. That was. But the concept of white liberal supremacy is an underrated concept that people don't want to speak of. because Well, white liberals don't want to speak about it. Exactly. Hands down (laughs) because they want to act like it's just conservative. Like, no... Is yeah, left wing, right wing, same Conservatives are very decentralized. It's, right? It's a very exactly. different so, concept. But all people in general, to a degree, I believe, are decentralized. Of course. So individuals, long, for sure. So long story short, I was referring his art. Like, so right, Burt Williams, right? All he was doing was dressing in blackface. Right? In real time, everybody didn't look at him as a coon. Right. Like, see, it's this false narrative that, oh, he's a coon because 
again, looking at yesterday with today's eyes is different. Yeah. It was people who respected him at that time. I mean, he's a black man, so he's using charcoal or whatever they use to darken his skin yeah. some more to exaggerate the features. Yeah. He's a uh, black man acting as a white man acting as a black man. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> that's the point, right? So he has the. It's, it's genius. It's the cherry lipstick to make his lips look even more red because our lips are red. And his swagger was over-exaggerated to over-exaggerate how we act, right? That don't take away from his talent. Right. He was a talented actor. But again, at that time, people didn't look at him as much as a coon as we do today. We look back at that time and be like, y'all motherfuckers, is coon. Right. Well, I think that's the same thing for this little dude. The reality is this little dude is over-exaggerating the lifestyles of a gay black man here, right, mm -hmm. for their entertainment. It's not really, like, we're not getting a true idea of what it's like for him to be a young black man in America, At a all. young black gay man in America. Like, I think he's trying to do it metaphorically, but I think he can do a better job of telling his story of his perspective of how it feels to be a black gay man in America. Well, I mean, it's nothing he's wrong with... trying to earn a paycheck. That's, exactly, and that's the... That's, that's and that's where... Yeah, yeah, that's where it gets weird to me, right? Because it's like... It's like... um. You're over-exaggerating all of the concepts, right? Yeah. All your concepts are parody of themselves, right? The music itself is good to de decent to good. Old Town Road is great. It's amazing. Fantastic fire, mm -hmm. right? But you're doing the same thing Burt Williams was doing. So even though today we look at it, they think he's some kind of trailblazer. Like in the future, there's going to be a bunch of minstrel shows. And I'm like, no, people going to look back at this time and they're going to be talking about him the way they talked about Bird Williams. As far as his art being corny, right? Watching the videos because I watched them, right? I just showed them to you again, yeah. right? Is the thank ideas are all... That, yeah, I know, right? No, <laughs> the ideas are... I have to watch because as a creator, you always looking course, at everybody else creating. You, you, It's almost like... You, you you keep an eye on everybody you're competing with, you know what I mean, to make great art. And he's nothing less than a, a very sharp artist. He knows what he's doing, and he's really good at understanding the trigger points of arousal, like as far as, you know, how people, what things go viral. He's he's, he's aware. a marketing genius, I would say, To a degree. Sure. Or he yeah. has a genius marketing team. Either way, right? I so, think it's him, because like I said, I heard that he's I think it's a, I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of both. But... What it is is his ideas are just rewrap popped ideas in blackface. I have a question for you. Black how how, how about comparison <laughs> looking retrospectively at like another in different character, different perception and everything? Like how does black America perceive 50, 60 years later Sammy Davis Jr.? Well... So, for the most part, he's celebrated to a degree. Mm. But there's that corner of people that feel like some people thought he shucked and job. It's not a big corner. It's a small corner. But I don't think this is different. Is there room for a modern-day comp to that in this space Puff. similar to a Lil Nas X? Puff. Puff is Sammy Davis Jr. Elaborate. Woof! <laughs> That, that, that was a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> and let's elaborate on that. Puff is Sammy I'm sweating. I'm out of black and tan. Yeah, yeah. So why do you, why, why, why? <laughs> I mean, Puff is the cool guy. He's yeah. a cool guy, multifaceted, multi-talent, branding genius. His brand is through the roof. 
everything he represents, Puff represents. Puff is modern day Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. As, a, as a brand himself. He is. Like, just look at how he carries himself. He's the cool guy. He is super cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think what separates Lil Nas X and why it's not Sammy Davis Jr. and it's closer to Burt Williams is Sammy Davis Jr. still maintain class. Sure. So, sure, it's people who like, ah, he too cool with these white folks or he way too, but he still exu- He still was classy. Yeah. Like, Puff is classy. And at that oh, time in is. history, like, there was an assimilation movement kind of going on. It was... Like the, the the MLK civil rights movement of the '60s was let us integrate, let us be a part of the community, let us be part of your society, your economy, etc., etc., etc. And he was kind of almost presenting an image of a generation into the future, so to speak, in in that regard. When that's the sure, objective, the of concept the time. of it. Before yeah. Martin Luther King realized he was tripping at the, by the end of his life, and he was changing his mind. Um, and people, people, people always forget that. They always talk about his I have a dream speech, but his views did change yeah, towards the end of his life. Because integration was never the solution. That's a whole other thing. I don't want to get it's that. It's still not the solution. But, but, because I think people who want to live around each other should, and people who don't just don't. But this is the thing, right? Um, what makes him different than Sammy Davis Jr., he just don't have class. I mean, he's not totally classless, but he's tongue-in-cheek all the way through. Sammy Davis Jr. actually was, like, classy. Yeah. You know what I mean, we just looked at him a little crazy because he was always hanging with the white folks, but <laughs> he was very much a classy act and, and, a, and, a, and a, you know, a beacon of the future. Lil Nas X is more Burt Williams because of that, because everything is over-exaggerated at a time. See, it's one yeah. thing just being gay. A beacon gay. of the moment. That's yeah, a good point, yeah. <laughs> Elton John is gay. But he's not fucking corny. Oh, I would absolutely <laughs> encourage you to go look at Elton John in the 1980s. I watched Elton John and I watched his outfits and everything. Okay. <laughs> see, see, it's a diff- It's a difference between being loud, right? Is that just a preconception because he's white? Are you just racist against Lil Nas X because he's black doing this versus if he's white like Elton John doing this? It's okay because you perceive all white people to be gay? Um, <laughs> no. Okay. That's not. What about like a Freddie Mercury, for example? Fucking fantastic. Oh, he's amazing. F- fa- Frank Love Ocean. Life? Come on, man. I- I'm not finna do it because it's not. I-, I won't even entertain the concepts of me hating homosexual people are being scared of homosexual I'm not trying people. to go. No, 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 that's not, that's not, I'm just saying it has nothing to do with. Let's try to seek the best comp. Sure, sure. I'm saying for, for his situation, he is kind of the first one at this level. Oh, yeah. In the way? As far they, as a brother. And as far as right? the presentation. But the thing is, all his shit lacks soul. That's what we're not used He's to. Kind of like a musical RuPaul, I would say, to an extent. In, in a sense. I thought he was a gay black weirdo Yankovic. That's fair. Because, like, his music is not really... Like, weirdo music wasn't, wasn't creatively ultra original. deep. Huh? It wasn't ultra original. Like Lil Nas X. It's not... His shit is not ultra original. You know what I mean? Like, you got to remember when Lil Nas X first came in because he was selling us on the country shit. And right. we got mad because we had a brother that did a dope song and we wanted them to exclude... We fought for him initially. It was yeah, like, how y'all going to exclude him out of the country shit? He has a country song. You got a rapper. Y'all want to be included in this, so we wanted inclusion in that. So we all fought for him. But what happened was when he got in front of the world, 
he started doing things that was tongue in cheek. Yeah. Well, the first song was a troll song. It Again, was, not, but like, it was good though. Time. But it was to a great. You. Well, no, it was, it was, no, it was, it was a, a good record. song. It was it because was he he wanted to make a country hit. And he that that young man went in there was, and he made the that, best black no, country was, hit a, I have ever heard in my entire life. Of of three, no. yeah, only like three. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean maybe it's four. No. <laughs> and so I like sure. Daddy Lessons too. That's a good country song. Oh, yeah, as well. so I'm maybe like, so maybe like four songs. Maybe it's not much to choose from. That's true. It's slim pickings. But but the point I'm saying is we must is, be talking about L.A. country, huh? No, it's black country music. <laughs> black country music. Nah. It's like four songs. Beyonce's from but, but, Texas. But but the point I'm saying, I don't want to get lost. Like y'all fucking me up. So no, it's not that. I just think all this shit is tongue in cheek. It's like like it's all a stretch. It's all an exaggeration. The thing that make it decent is rooted in his real life. But the thing is, if you want to brand yourself as, you know, because uh, he's going out of his way to brand himself as this gay black, you know, artist. Mm-hmm. So. When I'm tweeting him, I, like, or what I'm saying is asking for depth. See, the yeah. thing that made Elton John, Sam Smith, and I hate that they're all white, but it's depth. It's depth to their He's shit. so soulful. Can I ask a question? Sure. Who the fuck is Sam Smith? I mean, Come Samuel Smith is a is a beer maker that I enjoy, but who the <laughs> fuck is... That's Samuel Adams. No. no, Samuel Smith. Samuel Smith makes beer too? He makes better beer than Sam Adams. Not better. Oh, better. No, no, no. Trust me. It made me think of uh, Deja Pill. It's like Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> Good motherfucking choice, motherfucker. <laughs> that shit is classic. Fuck it, Dave. What up, Dave? Girl? Hey. Oh, I know man. you listen to this shit. You better, huh? But listen, so. The funny part is, I'm saying his shit just tongue-in-cheek. It lacks soul. And it's so weird for us as black people to see somebody without, without soul. Without soul, because that's the yeah. whole epitome of the black of creative the musical expression. Like, is to bear your soul even, to the world. Even Michael Jackson, who was the king of pop, they say had soul. Prince had soul. The problem with this little dude's stuff is there's no soul. That's what make it corny. And the reason I'm saying he's a puppet for white supremacy he's an entertainment piece, like a puppet, feel me? And he's up there doing it, and he's not really telling anybody the struggle of what it's like to be us, and everybody don't have to. Don't right. get me wrong. It's, it's, you know, Jason Derulo makes pop music, you know, but again, the problem is Jason Derulo doesn't do anything to gain my attention. Either I like his record or I don't. It's not a video where he's pushing for it. It's like... it's. Little Nas X went out of his way to make sure I saw his video as a consumer. Yeah. So my opinion on his content, on his brand, like I was asked, is just what it is. It's Again, it's like you can't criticize a person as a homosexual without being one because it's like, oh, well, you only don't like him because they're gay. Well, it's not I don't like him. I think his shit is just decent. I'm not impressed. I don't want to listen. It's nothing to do with he gay because I can listen to Stay With Me a thousand times. That's I can listen jam. to Rocket Man a thousand times. Oh, that's my jam. I can listen to fucking Benny and the Jets a thousand times. I can listen to Old Town Road a thousand times. But uh-huh. the shit he's putting out now, it's just it's different. not as good as that. And that wasn't, you know what I mean? That lacks soul. So again, for me to challenge it creatively, sure, some people just don't agree. People just happy with what they get. You know what I mean? If you like in sync I'm not mad at you I just think all his ideas are in sync rewrapped in a black gay package I, I have, without I, the without the brilliance of Max Martin I have a 
an observation here on, on, on the parallel. Just taking a step back and looking at things from, you know, a thousand feet, so to speak, probably a lot higher than that. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not high. That's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, no, wow, I mean, really uh, high. Uh, 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 unlike other individuals on the podcast right now. <laughs> you all right, King? Yeah, King, what's perfect. going on with you? We're go- After this, I'm going to transition to King. <laughs> no, please don't. I think he's thinking please about don't. that shower scene. No, I'm oh, thinking about Lord. these uh, levels. Oh, that's, okay. there, that's, that's, that's our consummate professional <laughs> in the corner. Wait, the shower <laughs> scene? What happened but at the shower like, scene? Like the way, well, the video. The way that you perceive this video is not dissimilar to the way I saw Country when it first came out. And looking at it as far as like being a vehicle of white supremacy or a vehicle of like at least a greater like white power driven left wing political apparatus it's let's almost kind of send a mole there's an obvious antagonism towards masculinity in the country i don't think that's particularly debatable at this point um sure for the sake of argument at least for i believe so yeah so let's take a stab at the country music community, which is in our way. How will we do that? Well, it's a lot of white, straight men. Well, let's send a black gay man in there and and poke a hole in there and create rust and tarnish on the side of that wall. What's another group that stands in the way of this? Well, black straight men in the hip-hop community boast masculinity at the highest level. Let's send this guy over there to go corrode that so you think as a somebody mole else some told capacity. me they thought he was a plant. It, that is an interesting I'm not concept. saying he's a plant. I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm not in the studio with the guy. I don't I don't know the guy's life. I don't know what sure. how much of his product is the root of his own mind and how much of it is just he's got enough talent to Well I see he's writing the videos. So he's definitely writing the treatments to the videos. Okay. Which I believe genuinely he's making the songs based around the video idea. Sure, sure. Oh, okay. And he that's, might be definitely an, and maybe he independently is an activist mind who sits back and looks at it and goes, well, you know, these are hurdles to my viewpoint or my agenda or whatever. I'm going to go make hit records that go poke holes in them. But to say that there's not a connection or parallel between the two is, it's hard for me to ignore. I agree. Country and hip-hop definitely were the two most masculine genres of music for the last 50 years, for sure. Yeah. And I, that is pretty crazy. But I, I wouldn't consider him a, a hip-hop product. Like, he's a pop product. I think people naturally hear somebody rapping. I wouldn't consider him a country product. And then automatically but there he is. That's a good point. They did stuck him in there, and the boy did the joint with him. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. And then Miley Billy Ray Cyrus's subsequent generational clone did the joint in this one <laughs> true harlow yeah that's a great point never thought about it the i never even thought about crazy. it like that either yeah that is a hell of a concept Pete. what did you think of the video king because <laughs> you were the only Spotlight one that was on that you. been to prison i've been to jail a lot of times probably close to 10 times i've never been to prison I talked my way out of all. Is that how this was happening? <laughs> Look, is that was happening in prison? No, nah, that's not what happened in prison. He's just a bad role model, that's all. I don't know if he's a bad role model. He is because... I, I just, 
as far as that conversation, as much as I try to stay away from the gay conversation because honestly, I'm not educated on it enough. I understand actually what gay is, but you know, I've heard different takes, right? People are like, oh, well, you know, kids could see that. And then that, I'm like, yeah, I don't care how many gay men I've seen. I'm not fucking with no dude. You know, you, you really got to be gay to be gay, I believe. But there is, and somebody made a point to me because that, that was my point. My debate was, I don't care how many kids you show a man fucking a man. It's a different commitment to take dick as a First man. First of all, I don't think any kids should be something. No, but I get what you're saying as far yeah. as marketing. But I, I just that don't, type of you know lifestyle. I just don't. Children. I just don't know if that really matters. I don't know if I agree that that matters. Okay. Like, I, and I think a lot of black people. This is probably where my opinion is different. Where it's like, I just think being gay is a real thing. That ain't like. I mean, for girls, girls flip the line all the time. They just <laughs> for girls now being straight is a real thing. Yeah, it's like it's no real consequence. So they don't, they can't even. I've had this a pit. Women can't. Women just trying to get two touched. women Let's can't even have sex, bro. Like based off what sex is for real. It's intercourse. Like intercourse. The de- definition is okay. Sex. You push my button now. Okay, <laughs> hold that thought. I said women can't really do it. So their idea of gay, but for a man. To be a homosexual man or a bisexual man, you yo, you have to commit to taking penis or or giving penis man. to another man. And I just don't know. I don't care how much you show that to kids. I just don't. And maybe I'm looking at my own reference. I just don't imagine seeing it and be like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, maybe. I mean, it, it, it can't be that. Here's, I, here's where I disagree on that. Two points. Yeah. And I'll preface it by saying, and I'm not even trying to genuflect. Like, my own personal opinion, so we're all clear. I think if you, if you want to be gay, that's great. I, I, I think that the fact that there's a, a bit of a culture with trying to say everybody should like me is a. You don't need to like you. If that's what makes you happy and a better person, then please, by yeah. all means, go for it. And like, I'm the that's same you, way. That's the best thing. I'm with, the, I'm with the whole concept of nobody should have to like you. They just shouldn't be able to fuck you up or do something to you or discriminate against you. Absolutely. Exactly. And gay people do not need permission to exist. No, just like women no, do not need permission to exist. Or black, black people, people. do not need permission yeah. to or exist. Do, or anybody or any anybody other. Anybody on this earth. And sure. I think that people go into a concept where they feel like they need per- permission and validation to exist. And in my personal experience, I've dealt with that in the past. And I, I've overcome that to the sense of self-acceptance is what matters. Do I like my art? I'm a creative as well. Do I like the art that I created? And if he's happy with his art, then kudos. But what I like about Glasses' point is that Glasses, you're saying he can do better. That's all. And so I think that that is great advice, and I'm going to agree with that, that hmm. you can do better if he wants to. If, if, if Nas X wants to do better, then he will, and hopefully if he does want to, he has that advice from glasses as an OG. 100%. To give him, to give him that. Um, and then, and, and when he makes that content, I'll be the first one to support it and say, of this course. is fire. Right. Thank you. know, mm-hmm. Thank you for, you know, taking the time to listen to my opinion. Right. I, trust so, me. So we know it has nothing to do with being gay, good music, right? I think that ship's long since sailed. It's fucking okay. hell time, bro, exists. Okay. Yeah. Well, Seriously. I'm getting confused Prince, on Prince the exists. conversation of what we're talking about. Little Nas gay? are gay. What's, what's the deal with acceptable, gay. not acceptable. Prince is beautiful. Prince is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Prince is wild. bisexual. I don't particularly care Prince is gay. either way. Every black person that hears this podcast is going to argue me down. Prince was gay. 
It's obvious Prince was gay. It he he no did comment. really 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 reek of gay. But his resume with women is unparalleled. It's like well, I mean, well, Malcolm bi- and I talk about Prince so and bisexual. Pitbull. Okay, bisexual. so bisexual. For, yeah, I, to me, gay and bisexual are the same thing. But again, all I want to you, right? For me, like yeah, a, it's like if you if you just man. yeah, and it, it, it's not. I don't want to sound uneducated on it, but if you need to add the extra numbers, fine. That's cool. Whatever. You, I'm just saying, if you're a man that sleep with a man, you're gay. You're gay. And if you sleep with women too, you're gay. You're a man. <laughs> you're still gay. That's bisexual. No, you're gay. I, you're gay. I, I, but but again, I don't want to get into that because then I'm gonna have to argue with them about that whole thought. Oh, it's and that's a waste now. of time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to have to do coming. that. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I don't want to because I have a different theory on that. Like, so that's just different. But what you were saying, King? I'm agree with you, uh, Pete, and disagree with glasses. Everyone agrees with um, me, not glasses. Yeah, it's Except for me. Well, I'm saying, though, I no. think people gay, I, I think there's really a lot of people that wouldn't be gay, but because the trend of being gay is just a weak-minded thing. Because I, I know, for instance, I, I got a cousin, he passed away, may he rest in peace. Because he wasn't from, like, my mom and my uncle and stuff, and he was, like, a, a stepchild, we treated him so bad and pushed him to the girls that he ended up being gay but first he tried to play with us but we kept saying oh no you're too light skinned yeah you're you too light skinned and, and, so and we pushed him to the girls yeah. and we watched this because he tried to be around us mm. running and stuff but because we was like oh you're not really with us you know you light skinned I don't believe you could put somebody in a taking penis I'll tell you this much well like, yeah, yeah, I, people could be penis. but I you gotta remember if you talk to a lot of gay people they're gonna tell you how abused they was when they oh, was see, young. Don't do that. See now. Yeah, we're yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna really not. We're gonna really don't say a lot. Well, don't say a lot. I'm gonna say you've heard stories. I'm gonna tell you, I heard a lot of I heard a lot of stories. He's gonna generalize and that's No, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak and anybody wanna say something, talk to me. I had cancel culture. I'm with that. They tried to counsel me many times. They're going to stop Look, you every time you go to the weed they shop. They're going to let you get no weed. Or <laughs> hey, they didn't put me in prison in twice and tried to stop me. Sexuality. Can't keep a good man down. And still didn't come Psycho- out gay. <laughs> sexuality is psychology. I don't. You think sexuality is psychology? Yes. It's definitely some. It's there's, definitely well, some, there's, a there's, ton of mental aspects to it. Yeah, it there's, is. There's, there's two obvious components to it. I think in this context, it is that. My concern with the nature versus nurture argument on it is there's not a lot of, like, you can go look through the research that is being done, and there is no shortage of funding for LGBT advocacy, right? Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. 
Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can go look up and down. There is not a lot of credible research labs that are doing real heavy lifting on examination of the human genome to determine a gay gene or anything like that that would suggest that you're born that way. I mean, there are... There is research being done on pediatric heart gene type, MS genealogy. There, anything you can think of predispositions for, there is human genome testing and examination being done. There's not a lot of credible human genome examination being done in that regard. So that kind of makes me feel like it's a lot more nurture than nature. Again, whatever, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I think so that, that's really the debate: nature versus nurture. It's always been the debate. It's always been the debate. Somebody's a sociopath or somebody's a murderer. Uh, the psych- psychology standpoint would be: is it nature versus nurture? In one, were you born that way? Well, well, and with exactly. a lot of that, you can examine the physiology of the human brain right. and determine there's over over accentuation. There's chemical imbalances, or there's over accentuation of this portion of the human's brain's anatomy, or a deficiency of development in this portion of the brain anatomy whereas like in this regard there's not anything that's that's substantive in that element i i do think it's probably more so on the nurture side and again like the simple fact we're having the conversation to me i think is a problem because it's like if it Wait. Whatever makes you a better, happier person. Okay. Going ahead and be a better, happier person. You're okay, not Pete. fucking other people's lives up. Okay, Pete. That's but it's right. this, That's, it's I this agree. It's persistent uh, demand to. I understand what you're saying, Pete, but this is the professionals. Like, I had a professor when I was locked up. I was going to school, college, mm-hmm. and stuff. And 
I was taking a psychology class. Yeah. yeah, oh man, they don't have it no more. Trust me, I'm the last of the dinosaurs they, that they, got they to enjoy want, that. They don't want that. Like, but that, coming that, out, that them niggas really not coming back. I had a professor, <laughs> it was a woman, and we got into it, almost got kicked out of her class because she was telling the people in the class, us all men, that it was okay in prison to take on a male and female role, and then when you get out, you'll just walk away from it and not be in gay. And I said, that's bullshit. And so when you got so professors you got and teachers, out, out yeah, because you got pro- when you got professional teachers, psychologists telling inmates it's okay for you to be a woman and it's okay for you to be a man and have a relationship, but when you get out, you guys gonna go back to being men. And I'm saying that's, that's like bullshit. Creating a cycle of shame. So but like do something in secret. But and don't show. But you're else. telling these people something that's in your mind. It's okay. In my mind, two guys fucking is not okay. Let's say it's let's, okay. let's, let's no, 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 but it's but no, no, it doesn't have to be my take. It's not okay. To me, but just but just listen, but just listen. But I'm not homophobic. And, and, and the reason, okay, so the reason that's just a weird. Why is it not okay to you? Why is it not okay to me? Because I don't think as a man I was built to fuck another man. But that's how you were built. I right, think so men are built the same. And speak for all men. What, we Let's all suppose, men got dicks, right? Do you, do you, do you like? Do you like? Hold up. Right. Do you like Fords? What cars? Ford? I like cars. I think no human being should drive Fords. <laughs> they are trash that's, cars. Like, that's I'm a, a Chevy American man cars. through and through. Okay. My mom loved Fords. But that don't bother me. Somebody don't want to drive a Ford or something like but that. But I'm saying, imagine me saying because I'm a Chevy man. Nobody. No, that's not the. That's not even the same. That's not even the same. Why, why is you're stretch. You're stretching on something mechanical and man-made and preferences to something that you, like you say, was born and saying that's from nature. That's kind of so like you talk about something I, different. I, I like or don't like fish Foster for dinner. Clothing. Yeah, you know, no, that's well, like, something. Let me ask this though. Something different. Let's suppose hypothetically, for the sake of conversation, yeah. that is totally fine and it's okay, just to, to attack the person teaching that class in college. Mm-hmm. You're, all, you're gonna we, say, <laughs> wait, why are you? Because I love because attacking professors. She, I love attacking professors. She was, I don't give a shit. I'll bring her on here tomorrow. She was really, to me, she was really, to me, she was really stopping, to me, telling the people, stopping life itself, you know. Re, uh, um, we're supposed to procreate, you know what I'm saying? Let's carry and her. a man and man can't procreate. Do you feel like that when men wear condoms? Can a man wear a condom? I'm saying, do you feel the same way about men wearing? Like, how do you, you feel, feel about, like that I about a man no, who pulls out early and runs Here, to his car and goes home? Exactly. Here's how I feel. That's how I have. That's how I finish. Here's how I feel about that. Because if the if you can't if you if you really? can't afford to have kids, then you shouldn't have kids. And so, if pulling out wearing a condom is gonna stop you from having kids, you can't take care of. Then that's the smartest thing to do. Then what do you say about men who just? But again, if the conversation is, Shit, really, I look at men who don't use condoms like, damn, nigga, you tripping. But listen, the shit out here <laughs> like but, that. But if the conversation, <laughs> but if yeah. the conversation is rooted in because it's unnatural, like you saying, or you're saying because it's pro life, then anything that's in any thing of that should offend you just as much. Nah, because oral sex would be probably in that category. Big, I, <laughs> you want oral sex? Yeah. yeah. Do you not, not like oral have, sex? Because it's not pro life. Oral sex. Me too. Well, I, I, really I eat a pussy up. <laughs> huh? I eat a pussy up. What you mean? <laughs> I'm saying so. Even <laughs> though that's even up. though that's uh, unnatural, uh, right? And what, it's not pro life. But wait, wait. Why is that? That's two lips and lips. <laughs> why, why is it unnatural? All right, let me ask you real quick. Real quick. But I'm asking you a real question. Okay, what about a penis? What about getting head from a girl? Ain't two lips and lips then. That feels great. Okay, 
Now that's another story. <laughs> so do you feel that's unnatural? Do you no. look down and shame of that? They did. I did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That's what I was asking. I did at one time, and then I changed my mind. So what if you knocked down some man and you liked it? No, I haven't knocked down no man. That's not what I said. No, but you you were saying if you did, and I can't say I would because I haven't. But you changed your mind on head because it felt good. No, I changed my mind on head because I got circumcised when I was later, and I said, oh, this is a different feeling. But I'm saying, <laughs> but then when you got I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, Yeah, it was like, oh, this is nice. So then what do you tell a gay because, man that's no, not no, no, a man down no, and no. it feels good? Now, I can't tell another gay man what he feels like. Okay, but I'm not a gay man. I tell you, I can't tell you how a gay dude sucking my dick will feel That's and how I feel after. I, here, I got okay, a question well, real quick. Real quick. And at least this is going off track. Real fast. It's definitely. You, the, the professor said, Oh, we back there. If you're, <laughs> it, you could be like a, like take on the per persona of a female. Yeah, like a, a relationship, relationship, a man and woman. You leave, it doesn't. Like a gender? Carry, you don't carry it with you. No, they don't carry it with They'll be if, straight. If you they get won't locked never mess up around. at 20 and do 10, and you walk out at 30 and you did nine and a half in that way, do you think in the practical application of that theory that a person can walk out of there and actually not carry that with them? No, I don't. I, th I think, do I. That's a, I that's think a if you was gay, if you was gay in there and living a life like that, when you think nobody's looking and drunk or something out here, you're going to do the same thing, especially when you look at the transgender people now that look like women. You think they're going to stop after they see, ooh, you feel so good, then the dick pop out, they're going to stop? No, they're going to probably keep going. What? What? Kidding? Because they but they probably because they was used to fucking dudes in prison with dicks. So if they come out here and meet a, what they think is a woman and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to knock her down, then find out at the end, oh, she got a dick, you think they're going to stop? No, oh, so if, if they, if they, 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 if they was hitting in prison, was I'm saying if you like, was hitting in prison, like, if you're like, gay. yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you, yeah, if you're gay, if you're hitting in prison, you're not going to stop because situations like that but, is what happens but, now. No, I'm saying what if and you're. I don't believe they're not. Go ahead. Like, like, in the event, this is an extraordinarily hypothetical scenario because it's oh, very no. difficult for this to happen. I'm sure it's happened though. What? If you're, say you're married and you are married at 22. You get locked up at 25. You're a, a female partner inside in a sexual relationship till you're 35 when you are released and you go back to your marriage. Because you're not fucking then a man at that point. You're getting fucked by a man at that There's point. There's comfortable <laughs> visits for people. You know say the man is getting fucked in prison. Yeah, the okay. female partner in the relationship that your professor describes, leaving then and going back to the relationship they were in prior to incarceration, and there's not going to be some sort of issue there. It is, because let me tell you some of the stories, because, you know, I, I messed with a lot of girls and stuff before, Ooh, the accident stuff. And some of the stories they was telling about yeah, guys king nowadays... Call him the king. No, some of the stories <laughs> they're telling me about guy, not, guys nowadays mm. is a lot of guys like to have shit stuck in their butt. What? This is what a lot of girls tell me. Okay, I can't say a lot, but... The you ones know, that have talked to you have told you personally. a lot. You know, I mess with strippers. I mess with all kinds of people. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. So and the stories, and so the stories that they tell me, the people nowadays are going in that direction because look at the trend is saying it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be open. You know what? I can't stand myself. I took years trying to learn phonics and all that, and with nouns and pronouns is now you want me to tell a motherfucker by a pronoun, call them them and and, and him and it's like. That's what you got to do now to transgender people. 
They don't want you to call them her or you got to use them in yeah, pronouns. Because, because I, I get that. But but I don't get it because that. now you're teaching us bad language. It's, it's not bad language. <laughs> it is bad it's, language. It's, so what they're saying is it's like how it's they're... Nuance. <laughs> it's nuances. It's, it's, real, it's, it's like bad how language. They, it's like how they're talking about Christopher Columbus now. Yeah. Like... What they talk about time, Christopher they Columbus? Christopher Columbus discovered America. No, that was never taught me that. So, but that was the concept. Well, you never accepted that. They might have tried to teach yeah. you, well, but you did not nah. accept that learning. The issue nah. with that is like, at some the the pronoun is the purpose of the pronoun in the English language is to not have to know everyone's specific name. But if this is to, gender related or, now, or is it not to know everyone? It's gender related gender. now. Yeah, I think no. it's the gender. No, it's like so they're it, using it as gender now. They not know everyone's specific name. And there are two genders of the pronouns. So now, if you have to know everyone's specific pronoun, it defeats the purpose of not having to know everyone's specific name. You might as well just know everyone's specific name at that point. Everyone's just actually But you don't about know what everybody's gender is, is no more. And then you that's don't. And that's, so just, that's why I was saying that. You don't have to just use their name at all for. times. And, you know, that's great. I, I don't personally like when people use my name. It makes me very uncomfortable. Pete, I'd rather Pete, th- Pete, shut the f- Pete, get her Pete, off this Pete, show Pete, now. Pete, Pete. <laughs> off out. But Sorry. with that being said, I'll I'll take anything besides the first name for me. But if the next person likes whatever the hell, I don't know. If somebody come to, if somebody come to me saying him, I'm looking. I'm like him. You talking to me? I'm a king. You you calling me him? That's how I'm gonna react. I'd be I like. Am. That's great. Just refer, just say, yeah, he did that. Don't be like, oh, <laughs> Peter did that. No, because he did that. Maybe there's some. You mean him? Him did that. Him did that, mommy. Not he. Him did that. Less specific in a court of law. <laughs> now you're three again. Him yeah. did that. Uh, but mommy. going back to what you were saying, um, you're right. Men is not gonna mess with another man in the end. Well, that's the that's, period. That, but that's all we're talking about. I in didn't really end. want to get into this whole. Yeah, conversation because this this whole conversation got so many subdual curves and turns and it's and, controversial. But I can speak I can speak on that though. I'm, I'm not really worried about the polarity of it. I'm just saying it's like I don't have any statistics studies. Right. I just know for myself, like I just don't believe. And, and y'all making some points. I just don't believe you could just be gay as a man. I think it's it's really a choice. I think it's a choice because I'm gonna give you my scenario. If you're gay, you really probably are gay. Are we? I don't. I don't don't think you could just like be partially gay. Gay I think the pressure. There, there's some Rick James. I didn't put my feet on his couch. Yeah, fucked up his couch kind of there with (laughs) the way you said that. You said I don't think you can just be gay, and if you're gonna be gay, you gotta just be gay. Well, what I'm saying is, I'm sorry. So I'm I'm not getting out my thought. Gay ain't something you play with. Oh yeah, like, okay. you can't play gay. Can I tell so, my like, story? I don't care if There's I'm no in... dabbling. Yes, yeah, not dog. To take penis as a man or give penis to another man is a different commitment. It requires you to have some. Even if you don't have the conversations with nobody else, the conversations you got to have with yourself is what really. Can is I speak on different. this? I'm ready to speak now. Can I speak on this? Yeah. Okay. Ahead. When I was locked up for a while facing murder and the people I was in they're already done prison time and all that and they was telling me you got life sentence coming so you ain't never seen pussy ever again so you might as well start just thinking about fucking boys and shit up in there so in my mind you know I'm already disconnecting to the world outside you know my girl left me nobody's visiting me 
you know, my whole world's becoming prison. And so just with that pressure had me thinking about it, like, you know, maybe they write and stuff. Maybe, you know, I'll never get out. But I want to be a prisoner. And this is what prisoners do. You know, this is what it's supposed to be like. And so a dude, they was like, this gay dude was in there and they was like, okay, he'll suck your dick. Cause you know, let's talk about getting my dicks uh. up. And <laughs> they was like, he's cool with it. He said, he'll suck your dick. And I was like, okay. So nigga just Wait, what? Another man to yeah, man, it's crazy. Well, th that's a whole nother story that I won't tell you how it came you out that this dude was gay. Did you want a dice game or something? No. Like, well, okay, here's what happened. No, here's what happened. Okay, a lot of time to kill. Okay, here's the. I'll make. I'll make my girlfriend suck. Here's the truth. We'd be playing cards, and this dude had some feminine ways, you know. And we'd be playing cards, and he had just girl ways. So one day, me and my partner was just sitting around. The one I said mess with the girl that was transgender. We sitting around. We said, let's go scare such and such upstairs. Like what? Well, let's go. Just go act like we go rape him. I said, okay, that, fuck, let's go scare him. That's not a you joke. know. So we go up there to scare him because, mm -hmm. and we grab him and my partner started really pulling his pants down. Oh no! And I'm like, you level. know, and I'm like, whoa, you know. But now, <laughs> like, oh shit, I'm in the middle of a rape now. Oh no! But <laughs> do yeah, man. No, what you do? Pull this pants up, pull this dick out. I was like, I'm like, no, oh no. shit. You know so, what I'm saying? So like, he raped him. No, I'm thinking now. I thought we was go up there scare him, play with him, you know, scare him like I oh, was gonna get you. No, he part. was taking it to the next level. Like he really, like I grabbed him by his shoulder. He was really frightened. But dude, this is how God works. Dude said, "Oh no, you don't have to do that. You should just ask." I was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> oh, I was like, "Thank God." You know, so I was like, "Thank God." Woo. Because oh, they gonna cancel us. I, I didn't bite. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect that to happen. I thought it was just gonna scare him because he's kind of soft, you know. Like, nigga, we'll rape you. Nigga, you better get your shit right. But no, that oh. nigga was really gonna rape dude. But dude said, "Nah, man, nah, you don't have. You just have to ask. It's okay, you know. I'm gay, you know." I was like, "Oh shit, thank you God, because no rape case." So Jeez. that's how we found They're out dude was gay. Thing. You know what I'm saying? That's how we found out dude was gay. So dude was like, "Oh yeah, I'll suck your dick." So. So this went over a whole month period now. So the first time I was supposed to go up to his room and get my dick sucked. So Dang. I smoking some weed. I go up to his room. I walk in the door. Do the same thing. Locked up smoking hold some on. weed. Yeah, God I, damn the institution of this country is just hey, worthless. Hold on, hold on. Right? I walked in there and I looked. It was a black dude. I walked in there. He had a full beard on. And I just looked and just turned around and left. You know what I'm saying? So I went back and I said, "Man, dude, I." I I, I can't do this, man. This dude got a full beard and shit. I, he said, okay, well, you know, just relax and stuff. It's okay. They try so, to find somebody else. No, he said, he said, well, dude, I'm shaving this beard to try to, you know, because I'm fresh meat. Like, I'm, I've oh, never okay. so met. Everybody's trying to, like, I'm fresh you know, meat. I've never so done this. So the second time, dude said, no, nah, man, girl. what you do is you stay in your room and you look at some magazines and stuff. And, you know, because I have porno mags. And then you have dude come in because you all ready to go and stuff. No. I was like, okay, so. I'm in my room looking at my so books and shit. you were trying shit. to be gay. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a choice. It's a choice. You know what I'm saying? So, so you were yeah, trying yeah, to be I was gay. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to be gay or fit in or gay, whatever. So, yeah, trying to be gay. So. That's a cold thing. Dude, dude come in. Dude come in and I just like. And dude, he said, you never done this before? And I was like, nah, I've never done this before. And now I'm standing up with my knees, knock knee, toes curled in, feeling my fingers, looking down at the ground. I feel like the punk now because he's, you know, he's he's calling me out now like you never done this before. <laughs> like, yeah, time. you know, a gay man calling yeah. me out like, you know, I was like, nah. But he said something to me that I know that, like you said, you have to be gay yeah. inside because he said something to me that stuck with me through my whole time in prison. He said, 
if you've never done this, don't ever start. This is what a no. gay dude told me. He was trying to give it, you... Um, but that made me think he wasn't happy being gay. It, I mean, there, there, You see what I'm saying? He wasn't happy. So he's telling me, yeah. don't you ever start because I went to prison and became gay. Wow. And so he's telling me... And so from that point on, I knew... That you could, you don't have to fuck dudes in prison to make it. Got it. Okay, because I understand. I now, was forcing myself. Like have a choice. I was forcing myself to trying to, try to fit in, and it just, <laughs> it but, just but, wasn't me though. But, but it just wasn't me. It it's makes real. My point. My yeah. mental state though. It messes with your what, mental this state. This is my point, Pete. Like, and this is that goes back to the point I was. That's just I agree mm -hmm. with you. Some people. Yeah, but that's what but I said. It goes back. Some people choose to be. I was like, to be gay is a different commitment. Yeah, like you have, it's not something you could play with. You don't dabble in and out, come out of it. No. It's like, whatever is there, that shit's there. You feel me? So even if, whether it came from Mac that way or the operating system got corrupt later, <laughs> you know what I mean? To make it function different than 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 how I function, you feel me? Is different. But I but I've said this a lot of times about men who like most men who enjoy hair too much. That's a mental thing. Yeah, something is up with your mind that. I was telling the homie that I'm like, bro, you you way too on your old lady about getting head. Like, if she give you pussy, it's like I, I get it if you like it, but I, I really think it's about some man dominating. So yes, but that in and of itself is the, the psychology. The the predicated psychology is a nature nurture question in and of its own. Sure. So like that that was kind of the point I was getting. Like like maybe. You know, your path to that day and the other gentleman's path to that day are different and what may have happened. Oh, I've seen people break. I've seen dudes that was hard going yeah. there and break. Dude, there was a and cat break. On, on my junior college track team who, who I didn't know he was. I thought he was like an angry, buff, black militant dude from Riverside who was just angry all the time and really, really, really fast and strong. And he, and, and he like, nice had a real problem with me. <laughs> and one of the guys that I knew from like a, a, a whole nother area from like high school track was like, hey, is the gay dude running today? And I'm like, we don't have a gay dude on our team. <laughs> yeah, the fast guy. I'm like, oh, him? I'm like, Terry Crews over there? Like, no, nah. like he don't was, say I mean, Terry Crews. Just, just a jacked, like big, like He's angry, brooding dude. And I'm like, ah, gay as fuck. And it turns out like I knew a lot of people from his high school, and I guess he got put into um. Acting. Like juvenile when he, he was, was acting in, in, in middle school or early <laughs> oh, high school, and, and and got you know whatever. So and got whatever. subsequently maybe sex sexually traumatized yeah. or sexually abused. Yeah, okay. somebody corrupted so, the So subsequently, system. he was he was gay afterwards and had a lot. Of, I mean, ultimately, we 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 were cool. We had a pretty decent friendship for a minute. He subsequently committed suicide. So mm. you know, sorry for yeah. Anthony. God sorry, bless you. Um, Rest in peace, Anthony. But it's 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 an interesting. To me, I, I look at it as, as, like, I don't know the psychology world that much. And the psychology, even in the study world, is very abstract, you know. I can bring one on the but, podcast. If no, well, I'm curious. The doctor. I'm curious psychology. like you. I would like to hear people that say that they was born gay, you know, talk. Because everybody I see always talk about a, a story happened to them or I met some people they was that this said and they that. Was born gay. You I know, their moms. People. Keith, Keith told me, Keith Brown, my boy Keith, that uh -huh. do all the, all, they used to do all the videos at Universal and stuff. 
He told me he was born gay. He said he never liked girls. He never seen girls and thought they was attractive. And see, for me, I'll act like, are you from a mom that where you had just sisters or, you yeah, know, I, things? I, I start think, asking I those questions and stuff. I don't think none of that shit matters. I do. I in do. In the act of committing to take penis. I do because. I don't give how many girls you've been around. I don't give a fuck if you act like a woman. Because I think it plays on weak-minded people. I think it really attacks weak-minded people uh, that, is, that cave into the pressure. That's prejudice. You have to understand that there's a difference in the concept of sexuality and gender. So we will have that discussion sure. and table that because that is a very important discussion. I feel <laughs> that's like a good point because, there's not a yeah. professional here that can really kind of guide and steer the conversation. And I'll be honest, a lot of that's pseudoscience anyway. So yes, you can bring I agree. in a professional with a PhD and they're going to well, point to a lot a of stuff. As well. They go go to a book. It's a, it's a lot of pseudoscience. So you can, yeah. you can bring in a lot of stuff and say, well, based well, off of this, this, off and this, of, which off is... Of their personal experience because they looked at the research. and this, this, this. But the research is pseudoscience is my point. I so you say. I gotta figure out what pseudoscience means. No, it's, 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 it means it's means it's. Hey, it's no ceilings is my experts. What they say, I believe. Well, the thing is, <laughs> I don't. Genuinely, I genuinely believe some people were born gay. I believe that. Right, I, that's obvious. Like I know some people were born gay. I was not born. Gay. Right. Um, you're not gay. You're a girl. You can't even be gay, bro. Like, it's not even possible. Forget a little me. Yeah, you can't. A, a woman can't be gay. Like. A lesbian is, they have a different title because they're a lesbian. You're, you're not gay. Like, like a just, tongue talent or a finger talent? Who doesn't think a woman is awesome? <laughs> oh, exactly. Um, Can we do a hand clap for that? No. Sexually, some women, sure, some women, every other awesome. way, probably We're not amazing. so much. Women yeah. that want to be men don't think women is awesome. Well, yes, they do. They have a sex with women. Yes, they do. What's the expression? Uh, <laughs> copying is the form of flattery or whatever yeah. the hell? Copying. Uh, <laughs> so they, they might admire... Men, but that don't mean that they... Again, this is a whole nother conversation because this could go into a whole nother thing. It's, what I yeah. don't want to do is spin into a whole bunch of shit because they already going to be talking shit because King... Yeah, shit that's you we may do some post-editing here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm there's, not. there's about eight minutes of, of, of my input I'd like, to, I'd like to crop out of this. You just drinking that... Um, well, that, we got, it, we got about five beer. more minutes. <laughs> yeah, brown beer is not enough to slow me down. It's been about 60 minutes. I, I just... It's been 60 already? It's 50, 55 minutes been rolling. Fuck, we going too long. Oh. How long are we supposed to go? Well, has to that be was going 60 minutes. Edit, well, ads, not, right? No, no, I don't really edit like that. It's just, yeah, it's just. Time flew. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing is, I, I don't know. As far as Lil Nas X, back to the original point, is like, again, because of my criticism for him, it immediately, like, he was above criticism because he was a homosexual. If I'm not a homosexual, I can't criticize him. It almost... I wonder if this is how white people feel when they're critical of black person. That's the like, same thing you, I was about to say. Yeah, I was like, which I, I've never agreed with that. Like, if you're critical, you're just critical. You know what I mean? Like, and to disregard somebody's criticism when it's not rooted in a particular topic is just intellectually lazy. And it is. I agree and, with and that. It's, and it's problematic. Like, I mean, I've always kind of, like, I think I did an episode about this with Jamaican Andre on my old podcast. It's like, if you're not black you can't talk about you can't provide an honest criticism to something that's going on in black america well, well if you because you don't you don't have the personal i mean you can do whatever you want because you don't need permission to exist well, well, but would you be able to give a realistic yes testimony on how it feels to when, be black if you work how? at coke or so let's say you let's say it, you it, run it, pepsi it, it's it's still limited though i see what you're saying though, because i do think you have some general and genuine concepts but i keep telling you it's like nuances that you really kind of 
it's tough to give credence to because, but I do, I definitely, but excuse me, never <laughs> and definitely. I have never definitely not respected your opinion or tried to censor your opinion it's on not even it. About right. my opinion. But, but I'm saying the criticism of it, whatever it is, right? If you're critical of it, I haven't because I have to listen to know what you're thinking. But I, I do think, so I was talking to my boy Jay, right? Uh, Jay be cutting my hair. And he was asking me about like, he asked me a question to me that felt crazy, but I knew it was coming from a genuine space. So I answered this question. He said, hey, G-Man. He said, honestly, can I just be honest with you? I said, he said, yeah, I, I looked out for a lot of people. I know a lot of people. Um, Jay said, he said, man, I hooked people up and every time they would give a brother from around the way a brick, right, they would mess it up. Like, it was always something. And he said, like, that don't make sense because it's not a part of the culture. I said, okay, so this is what it is. And this is why it's important, like, right, if you think somebody's a, a homophobe, if you think somebody's a transphobe, to talk to them. Right, and, get, and ask them the question. And everybody is not intelligent homophobe? enough to have the conversation. That's another thing. You have to be articulate. So, like, when he asked me that, I said, this is what it is. I said, you're talking about people with, like, from a poverty, very poor mind state and a poor being. I said, but more than anything, you're asking someone to start a business. And I said, if you give 99% of America a business to start and oh, you don't watch fail. over it, they'll all fail. Yep. Selling dope is an independently owned business. It's not like, I told him that same person you feel, if I took him to gym and they showed him the job, they'd be there every day on time. They'd make the best out of their situation. But to give people the opportunity to start a business is a different conversation. And after I explained it to him and I, and I explained it, he kind of got what I was saying. I'm like, I get it that it feels like it should be natural for us, which is probably some bigotry, bigotry ass shit. I said, but everybody from where we're from is not a D-boy because a D-boy is going to be a good businessman. A real one is going to be great at business. He's going to be a, a diplomat. It's a few things I could tell you every D-boy is going to be if they're successful at it. Mm. So back to the point, instead of people attacking, like even with the baby, like in his whole thing, he didn't apologize 1,276 times. <laughs> My issue even with his conversation is the AIDS part, it could have been considered ignorant. I don't know if he meant AIDS, if you have AIDS, you die in two, three weeks, or if he was just referencing if you don't have AIDS or some disease where you die in two, three weeks. That could be COVID. Um, I wouldn't be upset if I went to an Elton John concert and he'd be like, hey, you know, if you are, if you suck dick here, make noise. I wouldn't feel excluded. I'd be just waiting on Benny and the Jets. I just wouldn't make noise that time. I was going to say, would you make the noise, though? I'm, I'm just saying no, because I don't <laughs> suck dick. So I don't know why is it... <laughs> in America, right, it's this concept of inclusion that everybody's desperate for inclusion. All I don't want is, all I don't want is discrimination. Fuck the inclusion. Right. You don't gotta include me in right. nothing. I, you don't I gotta like myself. me. I accept Feel me? myself. Just don't get myself. in my way. And I, I think with Lil Nas X again, it's back to that point. And the more I think about it, and I further the thought, you know, thinking about this content that I've consumed, the songs I've listened to. It's weird for me to watch a black person who lacks soul. His music lacks soul. Everything about it lacks soul. Hence why I'm saying he's corny. 
right? The whole point of him being, you know, a, a puppet, right? Like a puppet for entertainment, like a Muppet baby for white supremacy is because that's his music sonically is for pop people. He's not making urban jams for us. It ain't like he's trying to push it onto black people. That shit is pop music. That shit is for mainstream America who the majority of that population is made up of, you know, 97% white folks. Yeah. Who really want to listen to it and enjoy it because they feel really, really good about themselves for enjoying a gay black male artist's song. They really feel good about themselves when they get the opportunity to do that. What's up? This is Glasses Malone. This is Peter Boss. And you checking out No Ceilings Podcast, the greatest podcast in the world. Go back, listen to all the rest of the podcasts. Follow us right now on Instagram, at Glasses Lope and at Peter underscore boss underscore boss. Oh, yeah. I thought you. Okay. I'll have to do that again. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.